1, Joshua chapter 1. I love the book of Joshua. And I was thinking here that I have, I've taught through it during Sunday school hour, but I, I've never preached through the book of Joshua. I've taken sections and preached on those sections or passages, but uh, never have really looked at the book of Joshua as a whole. If you're able to stand with me this morning, Joshua chapter 1, I want to read the first nine verses here of this chapter, Joshua chapter 1. And beginning at verse number 1, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun. And by the way, I've always pronounced that Nun, and I uh, had, uh, had it pointed out recently, that's actually uh, Nun. And uh, Moses' minister saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I, will, uh, which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even to the great river, the river Euphrates, and all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And this has been one of my favorite verses through the years. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. What we're going to look at this morning is a word for the new year. You'll notice in verse number one, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua. And we need to hear from the Lord today, don't we? And we sure do as we head into 2024. And so we'll look at a word for the new year. If you'll join me, let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Father, I thank you today for your word and how precious it is. And Lord, we look unto you this morning. We just ask your help and guidance. Lord, help us to take this time just to be still, to know that you're God. Lord, to rest in you. Help us to take this time to seek you. Help us to take this time to yield to you. And Lord, I pray here this morning we need a word from you. And as we head into this new year and we head into an uncertain world, Lord, it's very important that we have a word clearly from you. Lord, would you help us minister at the point of need this morning? We pray this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. And you may be seated here this morning. Let me uh, take just, uh, just a moment of time and, and uh, remember back to, to some thoughts from last week. And I want to build uh, a bit upon those thoughts. And uh, we set forth uh, last week at the last day of the old year uh, kind of a theme for 2024. And uh, that theme of celebrating 50 years of God's goodness. In Psalm 89, verse number 1, uh, the psalmist said, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all generations. Uh, we can say that God has been good to Valley Bible Baptist Church. He has been faithful to us. 
And we can sing and tell of his faithfulness to all generations. And we're exhorted uh, to do so. Uh, this thought is given in Joshua chapter 4. If you'll turn forward to Joshua chapter 4 for just a moment. And in Joshua chapter 4, after God brought the children of Israel over the Jordan River, he commanded them to take 12 stones from that dry riverbed and bring them to the other side. And they were to set up there a memorial for future generations. In verse number 21 of Joshua chapter 4, And he spake unto the children of Israel, saying, When your children shall ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean these stones? Then ye shall let your children know, saying, Israel came over this Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of Jordan from before you until you were passed over as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up before us until we were gone over. And notice the statement that all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty that you might fear the Lord your God forever. And God wants to use what he does in our lives to reveal himself to future generations, to our posterity, but literally also that all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty. So we looked at that thought last week as we examined God's faithfulness and this, uh, uh, this um, command really to proclaim that faithfulness to future generations as we celebrate 50 years, we want the name of God to be glorified. Now, this morning, we're going to look at a word for the new year. I love the book of Joshua. And the book of Joshua speaks of a time of new beginnings. It's a new start. The children of Israel have been 40 years in the wilderness. Now they've come to the brink of the promised land. Here in Joshua chapter 1, God is commanding them to go into that land and to begin to possess that land. In chapters 1 through 5, they enter into the land, that new beginning. In chapters 6 through 12, they conquer that land, and it's a picture of, of Christian sanctification. And God not only wants you to be saved, but he wants to give full deliverance to the Lord Jesus Christ. In the uh, chapters 13 through 21, they divide that land amongst the tribes. And then in chapters 22 through 24, they set up the worship of God uh, within that land. Now this morning as we look at chapter 1, uh, verse number 1, the Lord spake unto Joshua. And I'm thinking that we certainly need to hear from God. And so I want to look at this as a, a, a word for the new year. It was a new beginning in a new land. And as we face a new year, a new beginning, we might say, in a new land. I want you to look here in verse number 1, and uh, this is a word of comfort to God's people. Now, after the death of Joshua, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, now this is a, a time of sorrow, it's a time of mourning, it's after the death of Moses. And uh, I can imagine this to be a very difficult time, it's a crucial time in this nation. Uh, i thinking here at Valley Bible Baptist Church, over the past couple of years, we've done more funerals than at any previous time in, in our history. Uh, just I, I'm seeing uh, so many loved ones and faithful members, they've uh, passed away. 
and we've grieved, haven't we? We've grieved and we've, we've mourned and many of you are still grieving, still mourning in the passing of, of loved ones. And just as we spoke yesterday, uh, we had uh, a funeral yesterday and we've done a lot of funerals. We've had a lot of, of faithful folks that have gone on and passed on over as Moses has gone to be and so this nation has grieved and they have mourned and at that time of mourning God spoke to his nation and he says in verse number two Moses my servant is dead and I'm thinking precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints the Lord acknowledges the faithfulness Moses my servant although Moses died the fact is, God lives on. And here Moses is passed on, but God is still God. He's still working. He's still alive. And there's still a plan and a purpose. And so as God speaks this word of comfort, it's a time of sorrow. And it's definitely for this nation a time of uncertainty. Moses was a faithful servant of God. He walked with God. That's so clear as you read the life of Moses. He heard from God. God spoke to Moses. And then he gave God's word, or Moses gave God's word uh, to the people. Uh, Moses was a, a type of mediator between God and this nation. Uh, he was a, a deliverer from the land of Egypt. He was the lawgiver. Uh, he was the provider. Uh, he's the one that would uh, bring forth the water. Of course, it was the Lord, but... Uh, the water from the rock and manna from heaven. And, and so God has used Moses in a very significant way within this nation. And now Moses dies in this time of uncertainty that God speaks. And I think the testimony is God's not finished. He's still working. Uh, the past has been in the wilderness. And now it's time to go into the new land. And so God is going to raise up new leadership and carry his work forward and here we see that God chose Joshua Joshua as we read in verse number one was Moses minister he's a servant to Moses and I think this is so clear throughout the word of God before one can lead he's got to be a great follower he's got to know how to follow he's got to know how to be loyal He's got to be under authority before he can be in authority. And so here God raises up this man that has been faithful as a minister to Moses, has ministered, has been beside Moses for many years now, and God raises this man up now as new leadership for this nation. This servant to Moses, he was a man of faith. We know the background in Numbers chapter 13 where 12 spies went into the land. This was the first generation. Ten spies came back with an evil report. It was Joshua and Caleb that said, If God be for us, we can do it. Uh, this is not too big for God. Yes, there are giants in the land, but God's bigger than the giants. And there are cities that are walled up to the heavens, but God can break through those walls and conquer those cities. And so Joshua was this man of faith and went against the ten evil spies. He was a man of vision. He saw what God could do and he had this vision for his nation as God raises up this leadership. Now as we enter into a new year and looking to the future, you know, God is constantly preparing leadership here at Valley Bible Baptist Church. 
I am seeing so many churches that the first generation passes off and there's not another younger generation to carry on in the same direction. And I'm thankful that God has given us young people here that I believe love the Lord and want to follow the Lord, want to do right. And so God is raising up and preparing constantly new leadership that he might give a new vision uh, unto another generation that all the world might know that God is the living God. And so God is looking for servants like Joshua. He's looking for men and women of faith and men and women of vision that he might place and uh, people that have been faithful to God and faithful to walk with God and faithful to obey God and faithful to the Bible and faithful to church and faithful to pray and faithful to give and faithful to witness. And when God looks for leadership, he's looking for that faithful kind of people as was Joshua. And so there are many things that God can accomplish. Uh, he says to pray the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into the harvest. There's no end to what God can do when there is a people that are yielded to the Lord Jesus Christ. So God's work here to this nation continues forward. And God lives on that he might show the world that he's God. There's a word of comfort in this time of their loss. But as we look at this word for a new year, there's a word of command. There's a command to go. Notice in verse number 2. He said, my, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people unto the land which I do give them, even to the children of Israel. Interesting thought. Moses represented the law. He was the lawgiver. And when you think about this, the law, and I believe there's a picture that God gives, the law had no power to bring to the rest of the new land or the rest of salvation, which the promised land represented. The law could not do that. The law could not do that in that it was weak through the flesh. The law reveals sin, but the law has no power to change a life or give a new heart. And so Moses represented the law, the old covenant. And Moses could not take the people into the promised land. The law cannot give you salvation. The law can show you the need of salvation. But in the Bible, Joshua is a picture of Jesus Christ. In fact, Joshua is the Old Testament rendering of Jesus. He's a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. And what the law could not do and that it was weak through the flesh... Christ is able to accomplish and our Joshua can bring us into the promised land. Uh, religion can't save you, but Jesus can. And Jesus can give you the gift of eternal life. I just throw that out. That's free this morning. Now God tells his people, now therefore arise. Think about this. Forty years they've been in the wilderness. They've been wandering through the wilderness. Now it's time. Have you ever waited for something and waited and waited and waited and waited and wondered when is this ever going to happen and you wait and so for 40 years they've been in the wilderness and now suddenly the Lord says arise and go over this Jordan I can remember thinking about graduating from high school and I thought it would never happen and then the day came, it happened. 
and then getting through college and a family and uh, just the day comes and that's what happened for the children of Israel. Arise and go over this Jordan. Now this was a test of faith and when God gives a command, he's going to test your faith. Jordan River at this time is overflowing its banks. It's not exactly an easy time to go over the river. Maybe two million people, no boats. How are they going to accomplish this? Something that is important for us to realize is that the will of God and the command of God will never lead you where the grace of God and the provision of God and the power of God cannot accomplish that which God calls you to do. And so if God calls them to go over the Jordan, God is going to make the path. God is going to make the way. And of course we know the story that the priest would step into the water and that God would uphold the waters of the Jordan from above and the children of Israel would walk through on dry land. God gave a command. God was simply waiting for them to be obedient to the command that he gave. <clears throat> As they would come into the land, uh, there would be giants. There would be cities that would be walled to the heavens. The first generation turned back at the command of God because of those giants and because of the walled cities. And so now, here's a new test of faith. There's a command to go. And then there is this command to trust and obey. As we face a new year, and we look back over 50 years, and we look forward to the future, there are going to be rivers to cross. There are going to be giants to conquer. And walled cities that have to be defeated. And our job is to obey God. To trust and to obey whether or not we understand. I want you to go down to verse number 7 of this passage. And here Joshua, God commands, Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law. God expects obedience to his word, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. I'm thinking of Psalm 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So many uncertainties in our world today, aren't there? Uh, you know, what, uh, what does 2024 hold? If I did not know the Lord Jesus Christ, I would be filled with fear. But I am so thankful that I know the Lord. If I did not know the Lord as I look at the possibilities of 24 and you hear about all of the wars and rumors of wars and the things that are happening here and the threats of nuclear war and the training within the school systems of how to handle a nuclear bomb and all of this taking place. If I didn't know the Lord, I would be filled with fear. But one thing that I am grateful for is my God has promised there would be seed time and harvest and the Lord would continue on and we can trust the promises of God and our job is simply to obey God and to follow God whether or not we understand. And so he says you're to be obedient, observe to do. But notice in verse number 8, and I want to give in this a challenge for this year. He says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, 
and then thou shalt have good, ex- uh, good success. Uh, to obey God, we must know God's word. And I'm going to give a challenge here. This is uh, the first Sunday of a new year. I would give a challenge for you to develop a habit every day to read the Word of God in this coming year and to study the Bible and to begin to memorize sections of Scripture. In fact, I'm going to give you Joshua 1 verse number 9 to memorize and to begin to memorize sections of Scripture and to meditate in the Word of God and then to seek to be obedient unto the Lord. Now, Our goal ought not be to gain head knowledge, knowledge puffeth up. Our goal is to learn the Word of God, to be able to do the Word of God, to be able to apply the Word of God, to be obedient to the Word of God in our lives. As we enter into this new year, it's so very important that the Word of God be our guide as we move forward. God promises success to those that will follow and obey the word. And the book of Joshua tells us of Joshua's success. Uh, I'd like you to go all the way to the last chapter, Joshua 24, for just a moment. Joshua chapter 24. Joshua put into practice what God gave him. And we come to the end of the the road in Joshua's life, uh, all of the in-between, they've conquered the land, uh, they've parceled the land, And they've established the worship of God in this land. And now Joshua is speaking to this nation in Joshua 24 and verse 14. And he says, Now therefore fear the Lord and serve Him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve you the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, he says, we will serve the Lord. And then Joshua closes the page. And the Lord, maybe, closes the page on his life. Look in verse 29. And it came to pass after these things that Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being 110 years old. And they buried him in the border of his inheritance in Timnath Sarah, which is in Mount Ephraim, on the north side of the hill Gaish, and Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders that outlived Joshua, which had known all the works of the Lord that he had done for Israel. Here's the blessing. Moses died. God raises up Joshua, and Joshua is faithful to follow the word of God and be obedient to God, and Israel served God all the days of Joshua. And Valley Bible Baptist, as we enter into a new new year, all we need God to raise up new leadership that uh, can carry forth the word of God to the next generation that all the world may know that God is a living God. There's a word of command, a word to go forward, a, a command to trust and obey, and a challenge to make God's word uh, very prominent in your life. Go back to Joshua chapter 1. There's a word of comfort. There's a word of command. But there's a word of courage. You'll notice here, verse 6. In Joshua 1. God says to Joshua, be strong and of a good courage. In verse 7. He says, only be thou strong and very 
courageous. He states in verse number 9, Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. And here Joshua is commanded, exhorted of the Lord to take courage. And as I look at God's word, these are the very things that we need as we enter a new year. We need to be strong and of good courage. And I see three principles here that would bring Joshua, it will bring you to this place of courage. First of all, we can have courage in God's promises. I want you to notice something in verse number two. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people. But notice the statement, unto the land which I do give them. Do you notice it's as good as done? He says, go over and I'm going to give you the land. Even to the children of Israel. And then we look in verse number 3. He says, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon... That have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. And this was the land that God had promised to Abraham and to his seed. Now you'll notice here that God gave the title deed of this land to that nation, to Israel. That conflicts a lot with the accusations that are being given today. And one of the reasons tonight I'm going to begin this series, there's a lot of confusion as to what this title deed really means. And my friend, this title deed is still in effect today that God gives to this nation, to Israel. And so God never breaks his promises. And of course, the land has never been possessed all the way to the Euphrates. That will not take place until the millennial reign of the Lord Jesus Christ. But this is God's promise unto this nation. Uh, there's a promised land. Notice in verse 5, there's a promised success. He said, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. And he said, As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. And my friends, God has promised, if you know the Lord Jesus Christ, that he will never fail you. He will never forsake you. He will always be faithful. He will always fulfill his promises. He's always just. He's always right. He always works all things together for good to those that love him. I will never fail thee. So there can be courage in God's promise. Notice in verse 5, there can be courage in God's presence. Powerful statement. He says, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. Notice this, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. God's presence had no doubt been with Moses. That was evident to the entire nation of Israel. Uh, the Lord would go with Moses, his face would shine as the face of an angel before the people. The presence of God within Moses was very real. And God said to Joshua, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I want you to notice, turn to chapter 3, what happened as they entered into this promised land and God fulfilled this part of that promise in chapter 3, verse number 7. 
The Lord said unto Joshua, This day I will begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. And that's why we read in Joshua chapter 24 that all of that generation served the Lord all the days of Joshua and those that outlived Joshua. Go back to Joshua chapter 1 verse number 9. He states, Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Here God is giving this promise to Joshua, I'm going to be with you. And friends, if God be for us, who can be against us? If God is on your side, uh, might be better to put it this way, if you're on God's side, you're going to be okay. If you're in the will of God and doing what God wants you to do and the very presence of the Lord is with you, you can take courage as you face a new year. God has used this verse in my life so many, many times. Remember the first time I just memorized Joshua chapter 1, verse number 9. And I was still in high school. And uh, it was late one night. I think I'd gone to change some water out on the farm, maybe take care of some of the cows or the pigs, the animals. And I came back in. It was late at night, and it was a dark night, and there were no stars. The clouds had covered. It was just dark that night and moon. And I remember driving up in the truck under an elm tree, and I thought there was a boogeyman in that elm tree. And I thought that boogeyman was going to jump out and get me. And I had just memorized Joshua chapter 1, verse number 9. And it gave me great courage. And through the years, have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. And it occurred to me that night that God was bigger than the boogeyman. And so I got out of the truck and ran to the house. And, but that passage has been great encouragement over and over. I encourage you to memorize it. God's presence as we face a new year. Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 5 says, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as, I, as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. We can take courage in God's promise. We can take courage in God's presence. But we can take courage in God's power. See, Joshua was well aware that the task before him was humanly impossible. Crossing the Jordan during this time of the year with two million people and no boats, that's an impossible task. And when they do finally make their way across, there are giants, there are the Goliaths of the land. And there were walled cities. And there were powerful armies. And he was leading a rebellious people who had murmured against Moses. And he could not possibly do it on his own. And I believe God is looking for some people that will believe in a big God and will trust that God can do through them what they cannot do of their own selves. You say, but uh, preacher, I could never witness to somebody. I'm just such a shy person. I don't have the gift of gab and... You're just exactly what God's looking for. You're somebody that he can work through because you can't do it, but he can do it through you. Joshua was simply God's vessel. God would do the work, but he needed a yielded vessel through which he could work. 
As we enter the new year, as God is looking for those vessels, God's looking for witnesses to go into all the world. Those that will go to neighbors and friends and to loved ones and to co-workers and tell them of the wonderful Jesus that you serve. Uh, teachers, disciples, laborers for the harvest, God's looking for those that will believe in a big God. And so God calls us to be courageous, to take a step of faith to trust His promises, to trust His presence, to trust His power, to trust His provision, to trust that the will of God will never lead you where God's grace cannot keep you. God is not going to lead them across the Jordan River to destroy them. No, he's leading them across to give them a land. He's leading them across to give them a victory. And as we come into a new year, God is looking for those that will trust him, that he might do great and mighty things through them. Here's a word of comfort. Moses is dead, but God's saying, I'm not dead. I'm still at work. Still got a plan. It's a word of command. Arise. Go over this Jordan. Trust me. Word of command. Take the book of the law. Meditate in it day and night that you might observe to do according to all that is written therein. It's a word of courage. Courage in a promise. Courage in his presence. Courage in his power. And my friend, as we begin a new year, there's a word for a new year. Every head bowed, every eye closed.